The guys behind the From Corner to Corner podcast are diving deep into Montgomery County High School sports with the Community Trust Bank Coaches Corner. Join us as we talk local high school athletics with your local coaches. Whether you're a student athlete or a screaming fan, this is the place to turn to get the inside scoop before the next big game. And now, it's time for the show with Sean Kuyper, Neil Payne, Adam Muncy, and Wes Crouch. Here again with our Community Trust Bank Coaches Corner, presented by the guys from Corner to Corner. Tonight you have Wes and I here in studio. Hey guys. We are just flying solo. Well, not really flying solo. We're joined again by Coach Jason Mays. Hello. The Montgomery County Indians boys basketball coach. Coach, thanks for joining us again this week. Thank you guys for having me. I had such a good time. Um, like Ernie Banks said, on, you know, on a Saturday with playing for the Cubs, hey, it's so nice, let's play twice. <laughs> I had such a good time the first time, we're coming back for a second round. Well, I, I missed out on the first go-round. Yeah. I was not here, and then I, I, I don't – the guys will tell you, I'm not a, I'm not a faithful listener to the show because typically I'm on the show. So, so whenever you were on the first time and then I wasn't here, Coach, you dropped a name Uh-oh. of a place. Uh-oh. That is near and dear to my heart. I got my bachelor's degree from St. Catherine College. Oh man! So Springfield boy. Yeah, well, I'm from Lebanon. Are you really? Yeah. So, so that's that's kind of a bad thing to say to a Lebanon kid is that I was a Springfield boy. That's right. Uh, but sure enough, I, I I went to school there. It was a junior college, and I was a uh, soccer player. I uh, jokingly say that they enjoyed my presence on the campus so much that they. Changed to four years just to keep me there. I was on the five-year plan at St. Catherine. I was on one of those. So I was on the five-year plan at a junior college. Uh, but they eventually went four-year, and uh, I graduated there. I met, I met my wife there. But, uh, yeah, so it was very, very interesting to hear that you have some St. Catherine roots. That was my, let's see, really my – so I was supposed to go coach at Main Central Institute right out of college. I actually got offered the job. December before I actually graduated in May of 99 and Max Good left to go to UNLV and the job fell through um, I, was, I spent some time up there in the winter but I was supposed to go live there move there run intramurals run a dorm and be assistant basketball coach and when he left to go to UNLV that fell through and it was like August 1st and I didn't have a job and uh, an assistant position at St. Catherine opened up because Donnie Tyndall, mm-hmm. who's now a great, you know, he's not just now a great basketball coach, but he's currently a basketball coach at Chipola Junior College in Mariana, Florida, one of the best programs at the junior college level in the country. Prior to that, you know, he was at University of Tennessee as head coach, Southern Miss as head coach, Moorhead State as head coach. Uh, Donnie played at Moorhead. He's from Michigan. But he his first job was – um, actually, at JUCO in Iowa. Then his second job was at St. Catherine. Sure was. He left to take a spot on the LSU staff with Tom, with uh, John Brady. Mm-hmm. Is it Coach Brady? I think his first name was John. John. Yeah. It was. And um, so the assistant got the job, and so I became the new assistant. And so it, timing was good. 
I lived um, downtown Springfield. I lived in the basement of a 95-year-old retired doctor's house. Mm -hmm. He lived there by himself. And um, that was the only time I've had to resuscitate somebody mouth-to-mouth. -mouth. <laughs> I heard a big thump. Of, he, he's passed on, obviously. But I heard a big thump when they ran up there, and he was um, on the kitchen floor. Oh, wow. had a heart attack or something. But... Brought him, called 911, brought him, brought him back, and uh, told him I never wanted to kiss him again. But uh, <laughs> that was an experience. Uh, I had so many stories from the year at St. Catherine. There was nothing easy at all right. about my year at St. Catherine. But it's also why I was hooked on coaching. You know, I mean, it was so the, – the Hardys there would give me uh, cold chicken mm -hmm. after they closed because they knew I was broke. And they would give me a tub of cold chicken. So instead of throwing it out, I'd swing by and they'd give it to me. Mm -hmm. The manager at the Pizza Hut mm -hmm. um, would let me write a cold check until payday. He'd hold it until pay payday and then cash it. Yep. Um, I mean, just really good people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was making like seven hundred dollars a month. I mean, it was it was it was nothing. Wow. And I had to pay rent. And the sisters, God bless their soul, they would let, let me eat for free in the cafeteria. No. They said, "We'll let you eat in the student cafeteria, but if you're going to eat with the faculty, you have to pay." I was like, there was a big difference between the student cafeteria and the faculty cafeteria. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was so cool. Like, we had we had big Joe Sykes. He was 6'10", was committed to Louisville. We ended up playing at uh, Louisiana Tech. We had 6'11", Derek Huff, who ended up playing at Wisconsin-Milwaukee. We had a kid signed with Nebraska. We had um, Dante Smith went to Drake. We had Aaron Knight went to Drake. Um, we had a uh, good player. had several NAI and Division II guys. Chad Newby played at Bellarmine. J.T. Burton, head coach at Tusculum now. He played at Tennessee Wesleyan. Um, but it was it was awesome. Joe Sykes, to make money, the baseball coach, uh, who's now the head coach at Cumberland's. Brad, uh, what's Brad's last name? Brad, uh, great baseball coach. Anyways, he would pay Joe and Derek uh, 25 cents a baseball that they got out of the pond. Yep. The sisters didn't like baseballs going in, aggravating the aqua environment there that the fish – swam in okay so they would walk out of that pond and they would just fill with their feet for baseballs because they were taller so they could go <laughs> right. further out in the pond right right and they would fetch up and i mean brad couldn't use the baseballs just the sisters wanted the baseballs out of the pond <laughs> you know but joe would come up with the bus how much you make tonight about four dollars <laughs> fetch your baseballs out of the pond right. <laughs> well and i you know so jt burton is a is a dear close friend of mine really yeah yeah. So uh, he would eventually come back to St. Catherine as the head coach, yeah. uh, and he is doing a great job down at Tennessee. Uh, but it, it, when they when I heard that, it was I was like, man. And I've had this conversation with JT uh, numerous times. If you can coach at St. Catherine and be successful, yeah. you can coach anywhere. Because Amen. if you can get players to come to St. Catherine <laughs> in BFE Kentucky, where there's nothing. Two scholarships. Two scholarships that you and and you and and you just heard, I mean you heard coach say that you got guys that go to uh, Drake, you got guys that go to Louisville, you got guys that go to Milwaukee West. Like they they would get some dudes. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it's only junior college in Kentucky mm -hmm. that had a um, now before that you had Sullivan who had a basketball program and the St. Catherine Sullivan games used to be righteous. I mean they were really intense basketball games. Sullivan did away with the program. So St. Catherine there for a while was the only junior college athletic program in Kentucky. So it made recruiting Kentucky kids a little bit easier. But we, you know, we, I was always in Louisville. But JT, I'll tell you a funny story on JT. You're from 
Lebanon. Mm-hmm. So the hospital in Lebanon, uh, Springview, mm-hmm. Springview Hospital. Um, <laughs> I don't. I can't tell this in a short. I'll try to speed this up. <laughs> it's a great story, though. <laughs> it's the best story, actually. <laughs> so we had a kid named. Desh- Desh- I'll just say Deshaun. I won't use his last name. The kid who went to Nebraska. He had a pet python in the dorms. Oh. If the sisters would have found out, that could have been interesting. <laughs> and, when I, and people listen, when I say sisters, it, the, the school was founded by the Franciscan Sisterhood. The Dominican of the Sisters. Ca- yeah, yep. of the Catholic Church. And uh, so it was. they lived there. They were resident nuns, and a lot of them taught classes, and they were really good women, but set in their ways for, for sure. And so it was very important that the players – Living quarters were separate, obviously, from the from the sisters. So, Deshaun, I didn't know he had a pet python up in the dorm. Apparently, everybody knew except for me and our head coach because he would just let the snake like wander in the hallway and stuff. And this is a growing python. It, it was something else. But anyways, it was Christmas break, and he'd ride home to Louisville. So um, I said, "Well, hop in. I'll take you home." And we had like a week and a half off. And he has a satchel, and it's tied at the top. And I said, what's in the satchel? He says, my snake, coach. I said, you have a snake? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. I said, you want to see it? I'm like, no, I don't want to see it. I said, I usually take it out when I ride in the car. I said, no, you're leaving that thing right there. But it was cold, so he couldn't put it in the bed of my pickup trucks because, you know, it was cold. Yeah, Snakes, right. You know, pythons don't like snake, uh, cold weather. So he put it in the back, and I said, you, you hungry? I forgot about the snake. And we stopped at Waffle House, like in Bardstown or shepherdsville or somewhere on the way and and drop him off hey have a good christmas break i'll, I'll see you in a week or two get all the way back to springfield got the truck go in my house sleep uh i was going recruiting the next day and get up and, and open the door and my trucks had the worst smell ever oh no i was like man what is that and i was like I looked under wheel wells, thinking I ran over something last night i got caught up in the wheel well i opened my hood looked along the firewall nothing so I, in, a, in December, I'm going to a recruiting event in Kaskaskia, Illinois, with both windows down, a bogging on my head, a winter coat on, gloves on, driving. I mean, you can imagine how cold it was in Illinois in late December. And uh, the next day, I take it to a car dealership, the one there in Springfield. I said, you guys got to detail this out. I said, I don't know what it is. I said, something's dead in here. I'm like, well, find it. Couldn't find it. So they shampooed the carpets, detailed it, smelled good. Next morning, same smell. I'm like, man, I just spent like $80 detailing this out. I went a week, a little over a week, in that truck, driving in the winter weather um, through the Midwest recruiting with my windows down because of the smell. Had no idea. Totally had forgot about that snake being in my truck that one night. Totally had forgot. And um, finally, the lady that ran the bookstore, um, tall, big big was, woman. Was it Fran? Fran! Bless her heart. She was awesome. <laughs> She was awesome. Like, she could do it. She could beat you in arm wrestling, and she'd also hug your neck and tell you she loved you. Uh, just re- great woman. And anyways, she said, come here, honey. Pull that truck around here. And she took my whole dash off, my steering column, and she uh, she went up to the office. She said, come here. I found it. I'm like, what? She said, just come here. You just need to see it. There was an eight-foot-long dead, no long, who knows how long it had been dead, python in the dash up along the firewall of my truck. Oh All my right. goodness! I about killed Deshaun <laughs> because you know when, like the next morning, he wakes up, he realizes he doesn't have a snake, right? Yeah, right, and never did, never call did you. call me, no, right? No, okay. Right. 
I mean, it was it was un- so I've got a picture in my office. You guys come to the office sometime, you'll see a picture of that snake. And it's like the head's hanging down when she took the glove box out. I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> Again, there was nothing easy nope. about coach. So if you could coach at St. Catherine, you can coach. I mean, winter break, man, we'd have to go down to the kitchen. We didn't have any money to feed our guys. So literally, we'd go down to Critters, mm-hmm. and I'd buy a loaf of bread. For those listening, Critters was the marathon gas station. Um, where apparently they had really good poker games in the back room on, on weekends. But anyways, um, we go buy a loaf of bread and bologna and cold cuts, and that's what we fed our guys over Christmas break. Yep. You know, an instant oatmeal. Yep. And <laughs> but sorry for that long diet. No, that's, no, that's <laughs> fantastic. But like like I said, if you can coach at St. Catherine, and of course, uh, who who was the head coach when you were there? Ryan Swanson. Ryan Swanson. Okay. So so JT. One night I'd been, I hadn't slept in two days because I'd been on the road recruiting and just, I'm young, I'm working my tail off. And I had, I had physical exhaustion. Um, I didn't know it at the time. I passed out in my bathroom. So I'm late to an uh, individual workout the next morning. I never missed a workout, you know. So JT actually was a volunteer assistant for us that year. Mm-hmm. All right? And he was substitute teaching at Washington County High School, trying to figure out what he wanted to do. And he comes by the house, knocks on the door. I don't hear any of this. He and the door was open, so he just walks in the basement of uh, the the house and picks me up off the floor. And I'm in like my boxer shorts and a t-shirt. There's I'd gotten sick in the floor, obviously didn't remember. I was knocked out. Takes me to Springview Hospital mm-hmm. in Lebanon, and I wake up two days later. Oh wow! wow. And the doctor said, all we can tell is that you just had physical exhaustion and you just needed rest. Yeah. Two days later. Yeah. So I don't know what would have happened if I would have stayed, you know, if right. JT hadn't come and picked me up that night, yep. that morning, you know. So uh, uh, good memories <laughs> in, 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 in Springfield. Good memories. Jeff Britt was the AD, the girls coach. Jeff and I, he's now at Bethel, Tennessee, is the uh, boys basketball coach there in AI school down in, uh, I think, McKenzie, Tennessee, if I'm not mistaken. But um, just everybody was together because the only way you were going to make it is by being together. Yep. You know? Well, and I mean, you know, of course I was there in 03 through, uh, 08 and, yeah. uh, and you would see these kids, you, I mean, typically they would be, they'd be basketball players and our baseball team was good too. It was, it was good then and it continued yeah. to be good. Luther Bramlett actually left, uh, St. Catherine when they closed and went to Midway and started their program and they just won the conference tournament and made the NAI uh, national tournament this year gotcha. so um but you know baseball team typically country kids anyway so mm-hmm. wasn't too big a shot you would see some of these kids come in from inner cities uh, and like what the heck is going on <laughs> yeah. and yeah, it's just but there's just a draw to st catherine it's still to this day i drive past and it makes me sad seeing that it's seeing that it's, well now it's it's a drug it's a drug rehabilitation okay. center but for the longest time you'd see the you know the soccer field grown up and the baseball field grown up and I was like man there was so I, I I'm fortunate that I got to be at St Catherine at the peak like when it was it was never any better than the than the time that I was there the art teacher's name Miss Bloomfield Brookfield Brookfield Betty she, Brookfield she, Betty Brook she was such a nice lady yeah. man. Yeah. Yep. Such a nice lady. She had her team over for dinner all the time. She yep. lived out in the country. She came to all the games. There's just there's nothing else to do. Nope. Yeah. You know. Right. There's nothing. I mean, you go watch a baseball game. You go watch a soccer game. You go watch. You know, the basketball team play. The girls' basketball team. There's nothing else to do. What are you gonna do? Hang out in the dorm, look at the wall. Well, and 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 they didn't even have the new dorms built yet. I don't think. No. Whenever I, you were there. No, we still lived in the old 
Bertrand Hall. Yeah, Bertrand Hall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, but that, you know, I, I, there's more stories. We, we won't make this podcast episode about my life at, or your life at St. Catherine, but uh, you're right. You know, and, and I think all young coaches on that note need to experience that kind of just hardship early mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll be honest with you, you know, the way these guys are they are graduating, they're going in, they're getting GA jobs, graduate assistant jobs at, at, at levels, everything, they're, they're getting paid, they're getting their school paid for, get their apartment paid for. I mean, we took, I mean, we were paying our GAs at, at, at Division II Valdosta State, $800 a month, and they had a free place to live, and they, their tuition was free, yep. you know, for grad school. Yep. And, you know, I mean, like, that was better than I had it at St. Catherine right. as a full-time assistant coach. Right. But anyways, they, they and then they go right into these, like, director of ops or director of scouting, and, and, and they've, they've never really had that struggle to where, um, you know, like, like I had at St. Catherine, like, you know, figuring out a creative way to sell the school to this kid from Savannah, Georgia. Yep. Or, you know, because you want him, you like him, he'd be a great fit is what you need. How you make it work, you right. know? And, and, you know, we were recruiting against Vincennes, yeah. who just won the JUCO National Championship. We were recruiting against Wabash Valley. We were recruiting, you know, against junior colleges that have budgets that were 20 times ours. Well, was Georgia Perimeter a – Georgia Perimeter. I mean, you're talking about a school in Georgia Perimeter that has, I don't know, seven, eight, ten, twelve campuses? Like, it's, yeah. it's huge. Outside of Atlanta. Yeah. So uh, – Last story about St. Catherine, and I just it sticks out in my mind. You're gonna have to edit this basketball games, and you'd always tell the teams that had they would always the, the the opposing team would always send a player out, and they would dribble a ball on the court to find out all the dead spots. Yeah. There were dead spots on the court, and yeah. you'd be dribbling, you'd hit a dead spot, it just stopped. It just <laughs> oh, we had a guy named Willie Bynum. Loved the weight room. Well, the weight room was the stage. Yep. In the, so you had you picture the basketball court, which wasn't a college length court, by the way. It was a high school league court. Oh. All right. Had, what, four rows of bleachers on one side, four yep. rows on the other? Yep. All right. And so it had a stage at the end of it. And that's where the weights, uh, uh, and obviously the weights had been donated, and it was a hodgepodge of things that sometimes worked. But uh, literally, we'd be warming up, and Willie would be up there lifting in his warm up, you know, it'd be like warm ups, and he would get a quick lift in there. He'd just, in his uniform and his warm up, he'd just jump down the stage and come to the huddle. You know, just, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was just so – and we'd have – I mean, I remember, like, Billy G. Billy Gillespie was an assistant at Kansas. Yep. And he came to, to watch us play. And I remember, you know, taking him out to Pizza Hut after a game and just – he's like, Coach, I've been – you know, because in Kansas there's some right. middle of nowhere junior – I mean, all right. I am so sorry we're still – No, no, that's like, fine. So, by, by New Year's Eve – all right, two things. By New Year's Eve – of the 99-2000 season, we had played more games in Kansas than we had any any other state. Yep. St. Catharines in Springfield, Kentucky. It is. Right, yeah. We played six games in Kansas. That's a long time to drive. Twelve drive a van. passenger vans. Yep. <laughs> I brought in the Millennium and a Best Western in Great Bend, Kansas. Yep. So if, like, all the naysayers said, hey, you know, it's doomsday, everything's going to shut down when it turns year 2000, I'd have been stuck in a – probably 20 below zero weather condition in a Best Western in Great Bend, Kansas, yep. where the only thing you could hear was the wind blowing outside. That's where I brought it because we were in a tournament in Barton County, yep. you know, Barton County Junior College. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, it, it, that's, that's – <laughs> 
it's great to go to a big university or, or even just a, you know, my, my son goes to Moorhead. And, you know, it's not a huge university, but it's a university, Division One university. I don't know that there's better stories. Oh, man. Uh, you know, that, there's better, much better stories when you go to a junior <laughs> college or going to a, 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 you know, a D2 or an NAIA. It, it, it's obvious. Well, some... and, you know, and, and not only on the coaching aspect, like it, but for a player to come to a school like St. Catherine. Right. Like, you really want to play collegiate ball. Right. Like, no matter what the sport is, you really want to play. That's awesome. So, no, when I heard that on the last show, I was like, I got to talk. played soccer there. I got to talk to Coach Mays about St. About Catherine. St. Catherine. We got to stick together, brother. Yeah. There's not there's – not <laughs> I didn't go to school there, obviously, but, I mean, I was only there one year. But, man, I'll tell you well, what. Well, we got, we got at least two uh, – Bailey, Bailey Warner, that plays on the girls' basketball team, both her parents went to St. Catherine. Really? They, they, they both were athletes at St. Catherine. So, uh, nice. So, obviously, at junior college, like you said, you, you want to play basketball. You want to play sports. You know, it, it's, it's deep in your, in your soul. You want to play sports. You work hard at it. How's the team going? Yeah. Looks like they're working hard because, I mean, the, some they of the are. clips that I've seen out there, you know, they're lifting weights. They're, Kids they're out run, running at night. They're running at night. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I tagged the police department in that one. <laughs> I got a nice message from – or. A, Comment from the police department. I thought they, they thought it was probably as funny as I did. Um, they're, they're, all right, so first of all, um, I don't know how good we're going to be. And I, I'm not sandbagging because I haven't let them play yet. All we're all we are doing is strength training, strength and conditioning, sure. and um, skill work, really just shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to start our summer practices next week. We're allowed to, to do things like that after graduation. Um, and we'll get into our June schedule here in a minute. But, uh, I, you know, I'll know what we have come June 25th. Yeah. Um, here's what I know. I know that they are high-character kids yeah. from good families uh, that care about this community and this school. Um, they represent the best of who we are as, as a community uh, at their age. Um, they represent what's what's always good about Montgomery County High School and Montgomery County Schools. Um, they're good ambassadors for everything MoCo, yeah. you know. Um, whether they realize it or not, they are because they just the character's there. Right. Um, so they're raised right, you know, um, and that always helps. Um, I think they've got some toughness. Um, I haven't, you know. Th- Defensively is going to be the biggest learning curve, but I don't, I don't do any defensive coaching in the summer. Um, Coach Cal one time was saying, you know, you don't need to spend all the summer coaching defense. You'll burn them out come October. And I took that to heart and tried it two years ago, and I thought it worked. Um, so all we do is focus on playing together and offensive pace and, and spacing in the summers and teaching them what freedom looks like, feels like, and it, it's – not always what they think it is. Um, it take you know you got to really work to play with freedom in a basketball game, but just trying to let them understand that there's a certain level of intensity that you have to play the game with if you want to be successful at the end of the game. And so that's what we spend our summers doing. I, I don't know how many games we'll win this summer. I don't care. Right. I just I want them to see and feel what playing hard. Look, and, and there's going to be days we're going to play over 30 games in June. Right. So they're going to be beat up. They're going to be sore. It's going to be sprained ankles, tweaked knees, sore backs, busted shoulders. I mean, it's just kind of it's part of it. Um, the it's, thing, a good, it's a good prelude to you yeah. know, hey, 
get you got you know instead of just playing the at, at, what what I used to do, play at the pool or something like that, you know, play at the mm-hmm. Easy Walker. Instead of just doing that, you're playing together against teams and, and getting out there and and just, you know, having, you know, a pumped-up scrimmage for the most part. It's it's different nowadays because it's hard for these kids to have a job. Yeah. You know, I've got a few that do. Um, I'm pirating Little League Baseball, this and that. Yeah. And I acknowledge that, you know, and it's not mandatory. Uh, the coaches right. say the rules that this period of time is is not mandatory. You know, it's voluntary. Um, but they're going about their work like it's mandatory. And their parents so far have been very supportive as well. That's awesome. But it's a lot. I mean, it taxes the parents. I mean, if they want to come watch them play in June, they're going to be traveling and buying a hotel room. And I, I cover everything. We cover everything with the, for the kids. But it's, a, it's, you know, I didn't do this with convenience in mind. Sure. And, and I don't really apologize for that. Right. Uh, because they need to see what legit programming looks like and feels like in the summer. Because you know it's worked at it worked at Ashland. Our kids loved our summers. Um, they just loved it. They took yeah. pride in it, and they it, it, we had almost a hundred percent participation from everybody that was on a roster come October. Um, and so it's it was important in our team becoming one. But um, other things I've, I'm, I'm learning is um, you know. They are enjoying getting stronger. They enjoy the hard stuff. Like we did a mini Murph yesterday. So on, on Friday, I'm going to invite the community to come out. The kids probably don't want me to do it, but I'm going to. Um, next Friday, we're doing a Murph. So what a Murph is, in the CrossFit world, um, it's named after Michael Murphy in the movie Lone Survivor. The guy, they finally got the radio signal at the edge of the cliff, and, and they shot him, and he, um, that was Michael Murphy. Every day, his workout was a mile run, um, 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 air squats, and another mile run. Okay? He did that every day. Oof. Sometimes he did it in a weight vest. So um, it's sort of a thing to do in the CrossFit world to do a Murph on Memorial Day weekend to honor those who have fallen. Gotcha. Right? It's serving our country. And so I explained this to the kids. We did a mini Murph um, the other day just to give them a taste. And... They're excited about being miserable next Friday. <laughs> you know, it's going to be the hardest thing physically they've ever done. Yeah, and they're they're not running from it. They're excited about it. You know, and I think they're excited to see it's just more than just putting in plays and and being on a basketball team. It's they're 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 growing mentally, physically. I think they're liking how their bodies change when they look at themselves in the mirror. Um, that gives them confidence. Um, but you know what? The things I don't know about them. Or the stuff that's in between the sidelines, and that that's coming here in a few weeks. Sure, absolutely. So, uh, the school is great. Um, I've seen our superintendent, uh, Dr. Thompson, uh-huh. probably seven times in the building uh, since April 10th. The first day I was here, he actually was observing teachers in the room I was co-teaching in on the first day. And I won't name names, and you, anybody could go Google it if they want to. I never saw my former superintendent in the high school at all in five years. And I've seen a superintendent here in the school probably seven or maybe even more than that in a month. Um, so he he gets it. Um, you know, he, he, he's a very, very smart man. Uh, he understands how education works, how educational policy works. Um, I think he works really hard. Um and having known him when he was in another district at Scott County, and my wife, you know, worked with him for him, um, I've always respected him. But um, so when your your top figurehead 
is has boots on the ground, mm -hmm. so to speak. That's encouraging. And then the new administration at the high school, you know, Principal Lawson and Austin Maples and Luke Toy and Crystal Howard, you know, the three assistant principals, um, man, they're, they're working their tails off. And um, just there's a good vibe at the school. I'm encouraged as a parent that my son, my, my son will be here next year. Gotcha. Um, and that my daughter is not far away. Yeah. Um, I'm encouraged by that. And um, so it's a great school. Um, and uh, facilities are unbelievable. There's, they're, they're as nice as I'd heard and, and had hoped. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm happy. I'm just, you know, spending about $800 a month in fuel driving my <laughs> 2012 Yukon back and forth to Ashland every day. But that's, it's okay. You know, it gives me time to, to think and to listen to podcasts and to, to you know, um, get some phone calls done. But um, I'm tired of the commute. Um, so we're, we got a really nice uh, cash offer on our house, fortunately. Thank, thank the Lord above. Yeah. Um, so we're going to probably have a quick sell. And um, going to be moving here soon, putting stuff in storage, because we're, we're going to move to Powell County and move in with my mother-in-law for a while. Gotcha. Um, she's a widow and um, got plenty of room in her house, and we're going to aggravate her for a while. <laughs> so. Well, Coach, I know you said that you don't necessarily know what you have because you haven't done a lot of basketball stuff. You've done a lot of, you know, uh, conditioning, weight training, and, and some shooting. Has there been any players so far in all that that has that has stood out to you? You know, and that you, you you say you have high character guys. Have you seen anybody take leadership roles? Have you seen anybody, you know, has made drastic changes? Mm -hmm. uh, the leader so far has been Brecken Decker. Mm -hmm. um, I, absolutely. I mean, he, he works his tail off. He wants to be good. Um, he wants to be good. Um, he wants to be a meaningful basketball player and leave a meaningful legacy at this school yeah. when he's done. Um, which is crazy because, like, you know, I don't know if you guys know, Brecken got cut, like, twice in middle school. Yep, yeah. You know, I mean, he is a self-made player. Yes. And he's – what I've seen so far is – I don't want to box myself in here, but what right. I've seen so far is that he is a scholarship-worthy player college basketball player sure at what level that's yet to be seen he's strong he moves well um he's got a 4.4 i still get confused on how kids have 4.4 <laughs> gpas um but he he, he has a 4.4 gpa um so he's a winner yeah and then there's another kid named matthew willoughby who's going to be a senior too uh, matthew was the guy in the video that i posted the other day with the Bass, the bass matter, or whatever the, the hat on, uh, acting like a fool. But uh, I mean that in a loving way. Um, you know, I I told Matt, I said Matthew, I have no idea how long how much you gonna play, but you're gonna be a leader. Yeah. You know, I mean just that, and that stuff's more that stuff's important. As a 47 year old basketball coach, I realize how important that is right now, versus when I was a 25 year old coach, I would just be focusing on who can score buckets. You know. Um, We've we've got good kids, and then you know the, the Luke Fons has a chance to be special. Um, I don't think the apples has fell from the tree and hit him in the head, and he's had that aha moment yet. Yep. Um, like Luke's got to get some DAWG uh, dog in him. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> it's there. We did a contest in the weight room the other day, and he won it. And I didn't think he would, but he did, and he it wasn't even close. Yeah. Uh, he did over a five minute plank. Oh, like oh. insane. Yeah. 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 So well, um, my abs are hurting. You yeah, just saying that. He's, 
I don't have any to hurt. I don't either. That's what. <laughs> but you know, he, he's got. He's shown some toughness. He Luke just got has to sort of let let the process of thinking about how things are supposed to work let that go yep. and just do. Yep. Yep. You ever seen the movie Top Gun Maverick? Yes. Oh, yes, Gun? we have. You remember when he, he was telling him he, uh, he was telling um, Goose's son? He said like, I don't know how he said it, but just just. Just let go. Just do. Just be. Right. You, you know. Just, you think too much. Yeah, I think too much. Yeah. And I, I'm beginning to see that Luke is a guy that really wants to be acclimated to the environment and you know, understand his role clearly. And and I could be 100 percent wrong on this, but I, I he's got a chance to be a mid major division one basketball player. But you know, here's the great thing about Luke, his character, his faith. I don't think it matters, to Luke. I think Luke wants to play in college, but if Luke thinks Asbury is the best place for him to go to school. He'll go to Asbury. Yeah, you know he's going to be a great kid for coaches to recruit because it's going to be fun to watch because he may have an NAI school in here one day that he really likes. He may have a mid-major school that's on ESPN three days a week recruiting him the next night, and he really is. It's he's going to make his own unique decision. Yeah, you know, um, because he's raised. He's a humble kid. Um, you know, but he's got a chance. Uh, Dawson Gentry is uh, got a very unnatural release on his jump shot but it goes in i told him i'm giving you the summer you, you show me you can hit that in competition i'll leave you alone um but he's i mean he's gonna be a he's gonna be a dog too man and the kid the can use his right hand yeah. just as well as his left hand like I, I watched him last year and i was like he just went to the rack with his right hand like it was like it was just second nature and i mean he's left-handed i mean Shoots the ball well from the yeah, outside with his left hand, and he, you know, he'll he'll go to the board, and you're like, did he just lay that up with his right hand? It didn't look like anything different. Yeah. So, it, well, yeah. Well, you know, contrary to what you'll probably see in here on Twitter, uh, there was a kid that had moved in here before I had even taken a job here and, and interviewed. A kid named Ethan Dunn, D-U-N-N. He was he played at Bryan Station last year. He's a sophomore in Al Rising Junior. That kid's gonna be a scholarship kid. He's yeah. in, and he's a point guard, and we 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 needed that position. Um, so that that kid's got a, he, he's he's tough. He's a great student. He's so pleasant to be around. He's mannerly. Uh, I've had several comments from teachers about how respectful he is in the classroom. Um, their family their family is living in Mount Sterling now. He has a sister who's a sophomore as well. She's in school there, and she's a basketball player. Gotcha. Um, so uh, he's 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 good. He's having some good AAU tournaments right now. Um, but that, I mean, and, and I'm, I'm leaving some kids out that I don't. I just like I just love some of these kids. They're just great kids. I can't wait for my wife to get to know them because she's gonna love them. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm just I'm happy. You know, I'm just this was the right move. I can tell you right now, there's nothing better than having a coach's wife love <laughs> your team because when I was a senior. Um, in high school, we we had a pretty good soccer season, uh, made it to the state championship game, but there was nothing better in district tournament play, regional tournament play. We had probably two to three spaghetti dinners um, that was hosted by one of the parents, but, but basically cooked by uh, Coach Linden's yeah. wife at the time. And there was nothing better. I mean, because she just absolutely loved the team, loved everybody that was there, and I, I can tell just by the few, uh, the past interview and the, in this interview now that 
your wife's going to be the same way. Just lo- absolutely love the yeah. players on the team. I mean, just there's know, nothing better than you that. You got Price Campbell and you got Dan Clutie, and, and and these these kids are these kids are just they're enjoying the process of working hard. Yeah, you know, right. I, I haven't had any uh, kids envious of this kid, and I'm going to have to deal with this mommy and daddy. No, I haven't had any of that. Yeah, and I'm very transparent. I try to communicate early and often with people that and it minimizes that but um you know they're just enjoying the process of getting better yeah so our, our i just ordered a bunch of gear from nike and a lot of it's going to be branded with um progress over perfection progress there's a line underneath progress and perfection is written underneath that line so you can visually see it's progress over perfection because we're not we're going to be as far from perfect as you could as any team in the state and um but you know june 25th we'll know what we got to get better at we will know um what our weaknesses are what our strengths are we'll know about our character and we'll know about more about our toughness and uh i'll have a better idea of you know schematically and strategically how to how to get put this team in the best situation and win ball games um got a great schedule actually two, uh, last week we're gonna play warren central this year nice so oh, nice. We're gonna play them in a neutral tournament. I mean, I, I hear, I hear they just Clem had to be... Haskins Classic at, at uh, Taylor County High School. Clem well Haskins Classic. Back in your neck of the woods. I've been to a few Clem Haskins Classics. Yeah. Uh, Warren Central's had some. I mean, I think they've had some pretty good success here recently. I mean, they have not been too bad. So, so coach, you talked about how excited the guys are. How excited are you after after being away from the game for a year? How excited are you to be back? Uh, I, unbelievably excited. Um. I get up at 4.30 every morning. Um, I haven't always done that. Um, and it hasn't bothered me. Now, I'm tired at night. I've been going to bed early to make that work. But the reason it hasn't bothered me is because I know I'm getting up and I'm where I'm going and yeah. who I'm going to deal with, uh, who I get to interact with. And so that's a good litmus test for me. You know, if I was struggling with that already, then there might be a disconnect somewhere. No, nah, I'm hitting that gas pedal 80 miles an hour or, um, you know, and, and getting my Starbucks and Moorhead at my mid, midway point every morning and coming into school and I'm, you know, got a pep in my step and I'm excited to be here. And so, I mean, it's not just a basketball party, the guys, it's the, the school. Yep. It's, it's a great place. And I've been, I haven't been able to meet a lot of people in town yet because I'm not, I haven't been able to be at social things um i've only been to one baseball game here because my son's playing baseball right for right. ashland and my promise to him was that i wouldn't miss a game I, and i've missed one game um but see i do the pa um for the, all the home baseball games at ashland and um and so they got smoked don't even ask me about the game last night in the district championship game to by uh boyd county but you know they got regional tournament coming up but you know i've been having to get back and go to his baseball games yeah um and so this summer Will give me an opportunity to get out and and meet meet more people. We're we're actively right now doing what I call friend raising and fundraising. You know, there's some people I just need a friend of the program. Some people that I need friend of the program and their funds. There's some people I just <laughs> need your funds. <laughs> yeah, I need funds. So, um, you know, I, I'm not afraid to ask people for money because I know what I'm asking them for. You know, and as long as the advocacy that if if they can see that I'm an advocate for our young men and how basketball can develop them as young men and how we can make an impact on this community through basketball, um, I think you know they'll they'll buy into that and um, people that have that and businesses that have the means to support something like that. But we're we're forming our 501c3. Um, it's almost done. Um, we're 
middle of that process. Um, done on the state part, now we're dealing with the, the IRS part, and we've got our board formed, and we've got our first draft for bylaws formed, and so um, it's Red Book compliant, which is the Kentucky Department of Education's way of monitoring, you know, booster clubs. But um, know all about that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, we got camps coming up. Um, we got a busy June, so I don't know if you guys want to transition. Well, that. I was going to say, yeah, tell, tell us absolutely. You've talked about the busy June. Let's let's lay it out for us. Tell, okay. tell us what your June. Well, looks for, like. well, well for, before we get to June, um, two weeks from now, uh, the thirtieth through the first. What is that? Tuesday through Thursday. It's the day after Memorial Day. Um, we have the hashtag I can score camp and I didn't I went away from Little Indian camp or Mount Sterling high school camp or Mount Sterling camp or Montgomery County high school camp or coach Jason Mays camp um, because I wanted kids in this community and other communities mm -hmm. to just literally come to a camp where they can learn to be a better scorer period yep you know yeah. and so I just one day I'm hashtag I could score you know, so I don't know if it'll work or not, but I'm hoping it becomes a regional camp that basketball players of all ages want to come to grades. Uh, if you're going into the first grade or into the eighth grade, and, and so it, it registrations going really well online right now. It's it's trending like we're going to have probably up between 100 and 125. Probably going to have to stop. Um, I I hope we don't have to stop online registration, but I mean. The way it's picking up right now, I'm a little worried about that. So I think we're definitely going to have to use not only the barn, but the arena as well. Obviously, we're going to use the arena, but I think we're going to have to use the barn as yeah. well for that camp because we're going to have so many kids. Um, and literally, it's just going to be about offensive instruction. So on the 30th, uh, my former player at Ashland, Colin Porter, is right. coming. Going to be a guest uh, demonstrator. And is going to share his, his, his testimony, his faith as a person. Um, and as a player, um, see some. Uh, we're going to do some cool things. He's going to have some cool handouts uh, from Liberty University and their program. And then I got another former player that's coming, uh, Ethan Sellers, who's a scholarship student athlete at Cedarville University. Uh, had a really good year as a freshman for them this year up in Ohio. Um, and then um, I don't know what I'm doing on the last day. I'm sort of I'm talking to Mikasa Robinson at the University of Louisville. Like to have a female presence there, but she's got some schedule conflicts. I don't know if we can get that worked out or not. But it's for boys and girls, uh, grades one through eight. We'll break it up: grades one through four and grades five through eight. And they'll all be working on the same skills, just different intensity levels and different details right. of the same skill. Um, I do camp differently. I, I bring them all in. I show everybody at the same time the, the one single skill. And we aim small, miss small. We'll break up, and we work on that one single skill for 15 minutes. Yep. They're just working on that one thing for 15 minutes, and, and they get better. So I'm hoping people can come out and, and experience it. Um, and then we get into June. So uh, if I'm doing this from the top of my head. All right, so first of all, we got the MoCo Summer League. And I, I'm actively looking for a sponsor for that. I've got some people we're going to approach about it, but if anybody wants to reach out to me, um, you know, feel free to. Um, but the MoCo Summer League is something that I'm also hoping it catches on. So, so far as of today, we got 55 teams in it. Oh, jeez. Oh, now, wow. Now, schools, teams. Teams, right, sure. So, you may be school X and bring two teams. Right. right. Um, that's also, we have girls' teams, we have boys' teams, um, and um, we have middle school teams, we have freshman teams, JV teams, varsity teams. Um, so, I mean, literally any program can find – a division to play and it's free i don't charge them to come right which is 
almost unheard of. Why? Because sponsorship, and then we make money off the gate and the concessions, and I just I want schools to come and not worry about anything other than just reserving a bus to get their team here and play play basketball. Right. You yeah. know. Um, so it worked at Ashland, um, and it's it's starting to uh, you know it, this will be the first year, so we'll we'll see what we need to do better going forward. But um, it's right now we're at 55 teams, so I'm gonna cut off registration for that tomorrow. And I've already started working on the schedule. So that's every Monday. It's every Monday. It's Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday. Um, June 5th and 6th, June 12th and 13th, June 19th and 20th. Originally I had 21st on there, but uh, I'm probably going to lop that day off. Um, so it's really every Monday, Tuesday of June. And then the last Monday, Tuesday is dead period. So that's right. why we don't go there. Um, so we have our summer league. Then June 7th through the 9th, we're going to be in Paducah. Um, at a, an event, the reason I'm taking my team in there, a they'll play teams that they're probably not ever going to see in the regular season. Right. Western Kentucky teams. I think the first thing we're, we're game we're playing Ballard uh, Ballard County. Mm-hmm. I mean, when's the last time has Montgomery County ever played Ballard I, County? I, I would that, think uh, not. No. Yeah, I mean, but you know what Ballard <laughs> County is? It's like touches Missouri. Right. Like, yes. So, um, just play some teams that we're not going to see, and then there's going to be a lot of scouting services there. There's going to be like eight recruiting services there, not college coaches, but recruiting services to get some of our guys' name out on social media and stuff and do some player promotion. So it's twofold. And then um, – so that's an overnight trip. And then we're going straight from Paducah to Lawrenceburg, Indiana. And we're playing a bunch of Indiana and Ohio teams um, at Lawrenceburg High School in a two-day shootout tournament format there. Some really good teams. We got a chance to get our butt whipped in that, one, that, that thing, but that's okay. Um, like, there's two teams that have uh, four- and five-star prospects on them. Their one kid's going to IU on, on a team. So we're going there. And then um, the 14th, we're going to Moorhead State for a day to play uh, two or three games. And then the 15th, we're going to Wolf County to um, play two or three games against some mountain teams. Then we're going to Collins High School, 16th through the 18th, for you know the NCAA Scholastic period, which is cool because um, you know everybody thinks college coaches just go out and recruit AAU tournaments in the summer, which they do, except for two weekends in June. As of two years ago, they're allowed to go out and see high school teams play live, coached by their high school coaches. Okay, but they have to be at these certified events. Gotcha. And uh, so one of them's at Collins. My former player at Georgetown, Chris Gaither, is the head coach at Collins. And so my Ashland team went three years ago, and then we hosted one two years ago at Ashland. It was it was really fun, a lot of hard work. But we're going to the one in Collins, and hopefully these kids can – I mean, there will be 200 college coaches there. There will be 150 Division One coaches and probably 50 non-Division One coaches there watching teams play. And I think he's got over 65 teams in it. And then um, – that next week, we've got MoCo Summer League. And then we're going to Sandusky, Ohio, up on Lake Erie uh, at Cedar Point. Cedar Point's got this sports facility now. It's got like 16 basketball courts in it. Oh, okay. And they're having the Ohio version of that Scholastic Live event. And so we'll be playing Friday and Saturday there. Dead period starts midnight on that Saturday the 24th, so we can't play Sunday. And so um, – but, I mean, we are literally maximizing every every day that we have yep. available. I mean, who needs AAU ball? <laughs> right. Well, you know what? And, and I mean, it's technically AAU ball with your high school team. Well, it just can make it At better. Ashland, none of our kids got a scholarship offer from AAU. I'm not anti-AAU. 
but a you should supplement your high school experience. Yes, I'm, I'll, I'll preach that from the mountaintops. Problem is, a lot of high school coaches don't get into the player promotion thing, and so they don't know how to player promote because they, have, you know, I, I've been fortunate to be on the college side of things and understand how it works a little bit, but. Um, I believe in player promotion. Sure. And yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna get all over social media promoting our kids. Yeah. You know, I've been slow to do that right now because I haven't really seen them play, so I'm I'm, I'm being guarded on that. But um, I'm taking these events, and we're gonna play really good teams. Right. And we're gonna lose a lot of games. Maybe not. Maybe they surprise me. But we're not ready for the competition that we're going to play against. But that's how you get ready for that competition. Sure, is absolutely. It's to go up against it. 100%. And so we go into a regular season this year. They're going, to, they're going to look at our schedule and like, we've played teams back in the summer that were better than anybody we're playing. You know? So we, we knock that, that chip off the shoulder a little bit. And um, so that's, a, that's it. And then July is just back to strength. You know, we're still going to lift in June. Uh, not as much. And, and But we still are going to be dedicated to that. And July we go back to four- and five-day lifts. Um, and that'll continue into August and September, uh, and then when school starts in, in mid-August, we'll do some skill development. A lot, a lot of what we're doing right now, is skill development and strength training. And then October fifteenth comes, and we'll start practice, and uh, we'll still lift two days a week during season. But uh, that's sort of the rundown. Yeah, well, I mean, busy. No kidding, man. I mean, you talk about an itinerary, full itinerary. Well, I mean, you know, when you. One one of the things since you've been here, and it sounds like it was this way at your previous stops, that, and a lot of people don't realize, you know, there's nothing wrong with two sport athletes, and you know, and or kids that play multiple sports, but there are kids that don't play multiple sports. You have kids that just play basketball, mm-hmm. and they're going to play basketball year round. Mm-hmm. So you you have found you know you're figuring out a way that you can maximize them working with you as opposed to working somewhere else. So I mean, you know, sports. If if you want to put the work in and be and be good, it you know, it's a three hundred sixty five day commitment. But it's also important to understand that I, I I like let's take Cole Rose for example, who I really think is an outstanding young man. Just now getting to know him a little bit because he he's not in our basketball conditioning class six period, um, but he's going to be a dynamic football player. Yeah, I mean, he's got a really nice frame, and he's just a freshman. Um, but I told him, I said, hey, you know, I, I met with Coach Caba. I said, Coach, you know, how we do this, how we work together, how, how can Cole benefit both football and basketball? He says, here's when we lift. I said, all right, I'll stay away from your lifting program there, and um, we won't play until the afternoon in our summer league. I said, no, we also have some trips that we're going to take, and I'd like for him to be – he's going to want to be on some of those trips because they're fun. And so I, I, he said, I have no problem with that. And he said, but he needs to go to some prospect camps too. I said, absolutely, for football. So he's going to like UK and EKU and some other prospect camps, and so he'll miss some. He'll miss the Paducah trip because he's going to some football prospect camps. Yeah. But then he probably he might miss a weightlifting session or two of football because he's with us at maybe one of the NCAA events. So, you know, it just it's about doing what's best for the kid. Right. Working, you know, and Coach K, but he's he he has his heart in the right place as a football coach. And then you know, we got some kids that are still in track um, that I really haven't seen yet. Uh, Mason Fowler, who's a high jumper, I haven't, I haven't really seen him uh, on the basketball floor. But um, I really haven't seen Cole. Cole came to shooting workout today, but um, you know I'll be glad when I see more of these kids. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's for the kids that are just basketball players. You know, they they don't lack from a uh, in in Montgomery County schools. 
is investing in them as a student athlete. Right. Yeah. Right. Year round. Yep. And their families in no shape or form can deny that. Right. So. Absolutely. I, and I noticed during I noticed that uh, before the I can score was put out and whatnot, you did uh, put out on social media that uh, I guess you got solidified the Joe B. Hall Denny Crum, yeah. the Denny Crum yeah. uh, tournaments uh, solidified. Um, yeah. I, 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 it looked like you were still looking for a team or two. Um, and, I give you an update. Absolutely, uh, yeah, absolutely. So we're having two two big events. Uh, the schedule is pretty much done. We got twenty nine games right now. Yeah. Uh, I can have up to thirty. Don't know if I will or not. But uh, uh, high school basketball is going to a lot of these classics. Yeah. And you have to be careful. You got to get your schedules done earlier than ever. Now your schedule needs to be penciled in in February uh, for the next year. And I, five years ago, even it was guys are working on it in July. Yeah. Well, everybody's wanting to host tournaments now and do these classics and things like that. So we're we're actually going to a um, Warner Clem Haskins classic. Uh, we're playing Warren Central at Taylor County, which they got a beautiful new they school do. and facility. Yep. Um, we're going to um, the Bobby Bowling Classic, where I think we are playing um, Somerset. No, we're playing Breathitt County. Okay. Um, there uh, at Owsley County. Now, my mom and dad are both from Owsley County, and we're not going it because my family's from Owsley County. But Bobby, Bobby Bowling was a friend. And he died of cancer a few years ago. And he was the boys' basketball coach there and AD there. So it's something to honor his memory. Um, so I, that made sense to me. That's something I've been wanting to play in even when I was at Ashland, just hadn't had a chance to. Um, we have the Gateway. Um, Gateway's still a living, breathing organism right now, the Gateway. You know, it's called the Gateway Holiday Classic, but it's a tournament format. Mm-hmm. So I don't mean to step on toes here, but it needs to be called the Gateway Holiday Tournament or the Gateway Holiday Invitational right. or the Gateway Invitational Tournament because it's a tournament. Yeah. Classic is where you know who the teams you're playing for the three days, period. You know, it's not right. a winner. It's not a cons- consolation bracket and, you know, survive and advance kind of thing, first place, third place, fifth place, seventh place. Tri- and that's why we do it, so it needs to be called a tournament right. in my opinion. But maybe I'm just being OCD on that. But we've got um, – <clears throat> Teams that have been in the state tournament in the last two years. In that, we got Lincoln County, we got Pulaski County, we got um, we got three teams coming from Virginia. See, I, I want it to be four or five teams from Kentucky, and then I also want some out-of-state talents coming. Sure, um, that worked well at the at our AIT, yeah. and I want to continue that model. Now, when you bring in out-of-state, they can't be bums. You need to bring in some really talented teams that are good enough to win it. Yeah. So we, we definitely have done that. Um, Virginia's interesting. They got like most states aren't like Kentucky. Like when I was yes. in Georgia, there's like seven different associations for high school athletics. Right. And like I, I was losing track. Like okay, we got 21 state champions in boys basketball this year. You, know, you got the you got seven divisions in GHSA. Then you have Georgia Christian Association, Georgia Catholic Association, Georgia Independent School Association, Georgia I Can Fog a Mirror Association. You know, I mean, it's and then they all had like the Catholic schools. They had like three divisions, and the Independents had like three divisions. So everyone gets a state championship. And obviously, I, I, I'm a proponent of the basketball tournament staying one class. Just I don't have a great argument other than that's the way it's always been. It needs to stay. And I know that there's a fallacy in that, but like. It's just special. Don't ruin it. Right. There's nothing you know? better. Yeah, don't ruin it. And and, and so, 
um, Kentucky's not like other states. Well, in Virginia, they have several associations, but one of them is called the Visa, uh, Virginia Independent School Association. There's some really talented schools in a visa, mm -hmm. um, like your Oak Hills and stuff like that. So we got uh, the Carmel School um, out of um, Richmond, uh, very athletic. Uh, their head coach, Kerry Williams, is a great dude. Um, they've got, uh, we've got uh, Peninsula Catholic out of the Hampton, Newport News area. Um, we've played them before when I was at Ashland. They're always good. And then we got Catholic High School out of um, Virginia Beach, who was like 31-2 and two last year Oof. and won state championship. Nice. Bo interesting story. Bobby Steinberg is our coach. Bobby Steinberg was a Division One assistant for many years, coached at Bellarmine, coached at Kent State, uh, various, I'm forgetting other places he's coached. His dad got his first job in radio at WSMT right here in Mount Sterling. Did I say that right? W WMST. WMST, yep. yeah. Uh, Dan Manley hired his dad oh, wow. in the early 70s. And so he coaches Catholic High School, and they'll be in the gateway. Nice. So cool. get a little Mount, Mount Sterling nostalgia hopefully, there. Hopefully hopefully Dan can get out and do an article on that for the paper. That'd be yeah, pretty cool. That, yeah, that would be cool. And then you got the Joe B. Hall. It's, it's technically going to be called the Joe B. and Denny Classic. I'm so excited about this thing. This thing's going to take off, guys. Yeah. It's going to get a brand. It's going to run. So history, you know, Ira Combs ran it for years and hosted it here in Montgomery County. And technical difficulties. <laughs> Wes's microphone just collapsed. Wes just got hit in the head with a bowling ball. Pardon, pardon our interruption there. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so Ira Combs, uh, a part of the Combs family, um, out of Eastern Kentucky, started and hosted it here. Phil Risen, Bart Risen, allowed him to host it, and it was a big event, big yep. draw. It's a single day event, and um, we're having it January sixth. And I'm doing two things: high school format, and we're also bringing in some prep schools. Oh, nice! So we got Hargrave talking to Oak Hill. We got a Huntington Prep, Link Prep out of um, uh, Missouri, who's um, lost the national championship game yeah. this year for the Geico National High School National Championship. Um, we got uh, La Luminaire. These prep schools have some weird names, but uh, you want to see t talent. Yeah. So Friday night is going to be a prep showcase. We're going to have two or three prep school slash post grad games where there's going to be several four and five, three and four and five star players on the floor. Yeah. Which will probably be, and you know how people here in Montgomery County, they know, you know, Cal's coming to a game here in MoCo. What are they going to do? They're okay. going to have an early dinner. They're going to go to the game they're too. Gonna, they're going to yeah, go to the game. Yeah. You know, so it's going to – those type players are going to be here. Um, and then Saturday we're going to have three or four high school games, and then we're also going to have more prep school games Saturday night. Okay, nice. So it'll be people who love basketball from central Kentucky – all of Kentucky really, but central Kentucky and eastern Kentucky – they will really be able to come and see some talent that maybe they'll, they'll only be able to see once in a lifetime. That is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so we're looking for sponsors for that, too. And, you know, Wes needs a doctor here. <laughs> he's, he's struggling. <laughs> he's just going to hold it. I'm just going to hold it. I can't get it back on the table, so whatever. It's just going to be it. It is what it is. There we go. He's knocking over water bottles. We're struggling. Hey, it, it's okay. We'll get through it. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. But the tournament sounds awesome, and yeah. I know you're extremely excited. Well, are you talking about the tournament 
or the classic because <laughs> he just gave us a the, You're right. the difference. You're right. Well, that's not just my decision. Like Coach <laughs> Dustin High, he's, you know, obviously his team is equally involved in the gateway. So in our, our school, our district, you know, it probably goes all the way to Dr. Thompson. It's going to have to make a decision if we can change it. Um, you know, I'd like to change the logo too. I mean, we've got this Santa doing the MJ pose with this beer belly hanging out. I'm like, I don't know if that's the logo we want to use. You know, so, um, you know, just little things that we need to, I think, can brand not only just our school and our program, but our community. Um, right. Man, I don't think it's a bad thing people realize, you know, Montgomery County is a great athletic community. Yes. You know, um, hey, they're known for their sports there. What's bad about that? And, and, and not only that, we're in a region that – very well known throughout the state and just continues to be, to yeah. me, continues to be better and better and better. Yeah. So it's going to cost a lot of money to do everything that we're talking about. Um, we'll raise it. but uh, So listen up, community. Well, I mean, be excited about it, but also be willing to help. Sure, right? absolutely. Know? I mean, it's we're bringing these teams, they're staying in our hotels, they're eating in our restaurants, um, you know, so it's uh, – uh, and the and the people that come with them are doing the same. So there's some economic development aspects of it. Absolutely. But um, uh, it's just going to be really good basketball that, um, um, you know, it's taking a lot of work. But we're excited about it. So, yeah. Well, Coach, I know that you are – you talked about getting up 4.30. We don't want to keep you any longer. You're a busy man, and you need to head on up. 64 back towards home but we appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule giving us an update uh we always love the opportunity to talk to you and we knew that if we didn't get you now june was going to be a crazy month so it it was going to it was going to be a while before we could get you i want you guys a few things and obviously this is your decision but uh two things one selfless plug here or shameless plug coach jason mace camp.com is where you can go register for for the i can score camp right okay again that's coach jason mace camp.com or you can register just walking up the first morning of um, in the arena. Second thing, I w- would like for you guys to do a live remote at one of our summer league dates um, and come just watch some games. Sure. And um, you can talk to players. You talk to other coaches. You can, great cro- uh, great crossings is coming one day. I don't think there's any reason why you couldn't get you know Coach Steve Page, Malachi Moreno, who's you know, obviously probably going to be one of the top players, if not the top player in the state of Kentucky next year. Um, I mean, I mean, if you're going to twist my arm to come watch <laughs> high school basketball, I, I, so, you know, I might give in. You know, there's it just some, you know, we can get some players on there. And it just, you know, do a live remote. And uh, I don't know if that makes sense for you guys or not. No, 100% we are there. We, we, we pseudo failed at our first on location, but we know exactly what we need to do to fix that. And, and, and we will absolutely be there. We're excited and for the opportunity to do that. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Uh, that hashtag I can score camp. There you May go. May 30th through June 1st. Yeah. And, uh, coach Jason is where you register. Yep. Um, coach Jason Mays Coach Jason Mays camp. Words are hard for Wes. Listen, I'm I'm trying to um, I have to get the lines in the glasses. That's all there is to it. I've held off long enough. Well, we will also share that on our social media. Absolutely, one hundred percent, and and get that out. But, coach, as I said, we appreciate you coming on the show again. Uh, Always tremendous talking to you. Anytime I can talk St. Catherine with anybody, it's a great time. Uh, We enjoy hearing updates on the team, and we look forward to talking to you again in the very near future. It's awesome. You guys are doing a great thing here. Um, Keep it up. All right, thank you so much, much. Thank you. And we'll see you next time, guys. Stay safe, friends.
The MoCo Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. Whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.